This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside of this world. We must guard against the military-industrial conflict. Exopolitics, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events. From somewhere in the desert, between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Fairy Tales. Because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I'm as fire as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty! The only thing we have to fear is fear itself! Sooner or later, though. You always have to wake up. Be skeptical, but don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas, where we uncover the truth, one guest at a time. For those who dare to seek, Veritas is the place where they shall find. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, make yourself at home. I want to thank all our members. As always, you are keeping Veritas alive. Tonight's special guest is Wayne Herschel, directly from South Africa, the hidden records, how and who built the pyramids, what is their purpose? Wayne Herschel will be with us shortly. To listen to the complete version of this and all our past and future shows, become a member. You'll receive immediate access to all our inventory of shows, the Veritas private chat room, and the popular Manticore forum. Just head on over to our website, VeritasShow.com, click on subscribe, and take Veritas with you immediately. And here's something interesting that I would like to share with you. Today, as I was doing some future financial planning, I created some formulas that would determine a specific date when I could fully separate myself from my business responsibilities in order to fully devote my professional time to Veritas. 
As most of you know, I have other responsibilities, aside from Veritas. And of course, none bring more satisfaction than being here with you. That said, you won't believe the date the formula came up with. Are you ready? December 21st, 2012. The formula is based on several variables and projections based on past, present, and future estimates. What are the chances that the date will be one that we discuss here so much? Many say it's the dawn of a new age, or we should remove the shackles of the current paradigm. Even more interesting is the fact that I had named the column for that date Freedom Goal. Freedom from the trivial aspects of business life. Of course, that projection could be pushed back or forward, depending on how the show goes. But on the first estimation, that peculiar date showed up. As long as you continue supporting this effort, I hope to continue doing this beyond December 21st, 2012. I thought you'd find this interesting. And don't forget, we are still selling the 8GB brushed metal-cased USB drive containing all of Season 1 and a lot of bonus material. Bonus material, you ask? Check it out. Go to the website, VeritasShow.com, and click on the Veritas Store. You'll see how we filled this futuristic device to the limit. If you need to get in touch with me, go to our website, VeritasShow.com, and click on the Contact button, or on Facebook. And now, get ready for compelling evidence of the discovery of 12 forgotten ancient star maps left behind by virtually all the ancient civilizations, suggesting that we have never been alone in the universe and that our ancestors arrived from another star system or replaced the Neanderthal hominid. This Earth has been invaded, and Neanderthal didn't stand a chance. Find out why his book has endured sabotage and book trading interference from an advanced group for the last six years. With no commercials and no censorship, Wayne Herschel is coming up next. If you want to believe, stop this audio now. If you want to know, don't go anywhere. This is Mel Fabregas, and you are listening to Veritas. John Perkins, and you're listening to Veritas. Wayne Herschel was born in Bulawayo, Southern Africa, now living in Cape Town, South Africa, has always had a passion for the unexplained. Two critical life experiences, one a mass UFO sighting, the other a near-death experience. These two life-changing events were determining factors 
for a research basis that would be very different to that of academics. He believes in his near-death experience he came back with a lot more than he left with. His investigation into subjects like astronomy, the pyramids, and ancient paranormal events would culminate in an unrelenting quest for knowledge about humanity's origins. Wayne Herschel is the author of The Hidden Records, The Star of the Gods, a book so controversial that it was denied publication for three years. The book has endured a sabotage and book trading interference from an advanced group for the last six years. Wayne's two decades of research reveals that all 50 pyramids of Lower Egypt actually represent a star map, and this theme is repeated across the globe in many sacred sites. But the most amazing thing among those sacred sites are included Stonehenge, Rome, the Vatican, and Washington, D.C. And all of these reveal a secret about the start of the East and its connection to Freemasonry. And there is a connection to the tradition of the Christmas tree. Get ready for a new mental download. And directly from Cape Town, South Africa, I would like to welcome for the first time on Veritas, Wayne Herschel. Hello, Wayne, and welcome to Veritas. How are you? Hi, good to be here. Thanks. My pleasure. And before I ask you for additional background, Wayne, of who you are and how you got to research all of these topics, tell us more about this sabotage you have experienced with your book. And why do you think a certain group doesn't want this knowledge out? What's the grand secret that could cause this? Yeah, it's a long story. But to try and summarize, I would say it's changing from one distributor to another distributor to another. Each time I have my book set up with an international distributor, something goes wrong. Things along the lines of um, uh, the uh, Internet listings being deleted, happening on like a monthly basis, the book being listed incorrectly and, and just not getting to the stores. And the latest episode is um, the whole distributor has gone missing with two tons of my books, and I'm still trying to trace them. So it's been going on like this for quite a long time. I think the biggest problem with uh, the story, um, I only realized it, I think it was about, uh, about two months after it aired on a local TV program. I was doing some talks in Durban in, in South Africa, and I was visited by two very interesting gentlemen at the end of my talk. And they introduced themselves as uh, people of, of the Brotherhood. And um, did they? Did, did they said they said to me, "Did I realize that um, I have stumbled upon the foundation of their their greatest treasures, their greatest secrets?" And I said, "Well, uh, how do you mean by that?" And he said, "Well, if you didn't know, um, there's a university that's released a, a, an ancient document, our founding first degree." tracing board and um, go and have a look at it and then uh, uh, we'll, we'll chat to you the next time we see you and uh, yeah so basically um, re-meeting again seeing that it's the same star pattern I realized uh, you know this is this is a, not, a, not a coincidence they are the same thing and um, I found it differently I found it fairly and squarely and um, they they kind of showed me a way ahead and it was from there that I knew I must tread very carefully with this so these two people, I mean, were they, would you surmise they were friendly? Or were they just uh, basically warning you? Okay. No, they, well, both of them, actually, um, they, they came to see me under their own steam. They um, flew over, obviously, from overseas and uh, wanted to see what I was going to do with it and what were my intentions and how was I going to track ahead with it. 
I think the biggest issue was they felt that this was something they didn't even know. And, and these guys were, were really both very high levels. One was definitely from the Scottish right in the highest order. And he said, um, you know, basically we, we found that uh, the, the general sort of uh, Freemasonry lodge brotherhood from one lodge to another differs very, very vastly. And uh, some feel this is important information that they weren't even shown. And it's, it's evolved. It's actually taken a while. And uh, he thought that at that time there was no other lodge that knew exactly the, the deciphered uh, solution that I came up with. They were following Orion. It's the three stars of Orion in a certain direction. And it seems from perhaps even as long ago as uh, George Washington, they were going the opposite direction and targeting a different star completely. So they were saying, look, it's, it's, it's lost knowledge. You're doing it differently, but just be aware that there'll be some lodges that will look at this differently, and they won't uh, feel as excited as we are that it's, it's something really human uplifting, etc." They said, you know, they might feel that I've stolen something, and, uh, well, everything went wrong. And <laughs> it wasn't just the book that went wrong. It was my Internet sites being hacked, um, things going wrong when I did really big promotions overseas. So it's just a long story. And just to, to let the, the listening audience know, I wasn't going to mention this, but it's a sunny day in the desert in the studio, outside the studio. And about 15, 20 minutes before the interview started, the lights went out. They came back shortly after. But then the internet went down. And this is how we communicate and this is how we do a lot of our production. And luckily, I was able to get a, an alternative line to be able to conduct the interview. So something tells me that a lot of the information that you'll be discussing with us tonight is something that a lot of people are not familiar with. And you are not trained by academia, which to me says something very positive, uh, Wayne, because a lot of the information that comes from academia could have been, let's not, let's not say censored, but could we say filtered? And also, before we start, I read a, an article that you wrote for CNN entitled Author Claims to Identify UFO on 3,000-Year-Old Egyptian Papyrus. Can you please explain? Yeah, sure. Um, I've been holding on to this for quite a while now because um, having found a definite path that this was the uh, the ancient's way of telling a story. I mean, historians have always said that the Egyptians had this weird uh, mumbo-jumbo religion, and they, they were lost people. It was a cult. They worshipped gods that sailed down from the stars. You know, they really um, were lost people, and this was some strange belief that they'd fantasized. And the whole thing is that, you know, they were pretty much telling how it was. The Sumerians told the same story. So did the Olmecs. And I just kept digging deeper, looking for the smoking gun. I wanted to find something in the old records that show what the, the ship of Ra looks like, something more than a bark or a, a boat of the water. It would be something very unique. And it's just a lot of time and a lot of looking. And I just picked up the bo a book one day. It was an old book, and it had this funerary papyrus on it, and there it was. And I've, I've now put it on a CNN report, and I'm trying to spread it like, like viral on the uh, Internet, of course. And this has been bombarded from the first uh, few days that it was on. The picture was censored. Then the account was hacked and the um, uh, access for, for me to interact with it was blocked. And I wrote to the CNN folks and um, they managed to put it back on again. But this particular um, page, I had to reset up another account to interact with it. But the people at CNN, thank goodness, very decent folk. They've, they've uh, allowed it all to be visible. 
And there's some moderators watching it now, but I can guarantee there's going to be more problems there. Why do you think? What is so significant that may be jeopardizing somebody's plans that they want this information blocked from the public, Wayne? Yeah, the whole reason is what, what, is, what are they hiding? What is anybody yes. hiding? And um, I want to say this right now, and I'm going to say my way ahead from here forward, because I know the folks will be listening that are not interested in my, my story, that want to cover it up, etc. I would like to say quite simply, I will follow along with a respectful path, showing that I found this freely. It's human uplifting. I will always show respect to any kind of society. I don't want to go a negative running one down and saying these are the people that are against me. You know, it's bigger than the Freemasons. I'm pretty sure, you know, after speaking to these, these two guys from the Scottish Rite, they said, look, this, this whole story and this, um, this ancient story is actually going much deeper into all different uh, religions and to different societies because they all had the same information. It's a higher group. It's actually something much bigger that's hiding it. It's, I would use the definition of the word elite. People of very high power, high wealth, and these are the folks that perhaps don't want this information out. And you're going to laugh when I tell you how silly this, this big secret is because when the, the whole motive behind it is this secret explains that every single race, creed, and religion on this planet is equal. Such a simple little thing like that because they all had the star map. They all revered their ancestors that came from the sky. That means that every single lineage is tied in with this sacred star. It's not one chosen race. It's the whole human race. That's one aspect of it. The second aspect of it is the details that these people from the sky, these visitors that we could call angels, call them aliens, call them what you want, they were teaching humanity about very high moral human rights and things that uplift humanity, things like free education, um, you know, the basic sort of things that we would expect as common decency today. And with, with people finding out the secret, you'll see it will start creating peace and stability. And here's the second part. I think the elite of the world today do not see peace and stability as profitable. I don't think that it's in their best interest if, if, uh, if humans start working together and finding their ways with high respect and morals and whatever. It, it's probably more profitable to have war and who knows what else. So, you know, that's Disease. as simple as it is, and people are going to laugh at it. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm just saying that uh, it's a world, of du a world of duality where we need, in order to have peace, we have to have war. In order to have cures, we have to have disease, etc., well, that's the kind of uh, traditional belief, but you know, there is a simple way. We don't need to have war. Um, I had this weird experience, which we'll talk about a bit later, that um, let's call it a paranormal event where I was allowed to see how things could be if it was done properly. And, you know, it's just such simple things, how every human life with free education, just that simple little change in humanity, developing countries with free education, because we're in the computer age now. You can get a full download of any subject uh, and taught in the most amazing way that any, any scholar, any child would want to learn because it's, it's so well presented with a level of entertainment. Um, you'll, you'll have people building the economy, building up a society and, and being motivated. And, and every child would have that, that, uh, that human gift. So, you know, once that happens, it'll be a huge change. And, uh, you know, you'll have a world perhaps without, without conflict and war. Absolutely. And on the article, you also state that the Egyptians worshipped a sun, but it, it was not our sun. Please explain. Sure. Um, it's, it's tradition to believe that these crazy Egyptians 
were uh, fantasizing about gods that came from the stars that were human looking but had these strange faces or bird like heads. I think they were wearing helmets and all kinds. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.